Drivers, start your engines! It's time for the fastest hour of radio. Southern Race Week with your host, William Barber. All right, welcome into this brand new edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network itself. We welcome you into another brand new edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. As you can tell, yes, I am back in here filling in for WB. He went and saw the doctor last week. They're continuing to tell him to rest his voice, take it easy. So uh, we don't, we're not exactly sure how much longer WB will be out uh, with this uh, bout of laryngitis, but no worries. I am here, and I will still be delivering to you brand-new week's editions of Southern Race Week Radio for you. But uh, before we get things started and uh, get through all the great content, who's coming up on the show and everything like that, uh, we do want to take a moment of time to recognize a couple of things. Uh, first, the Southern Race Week Radio family would like to send condolences uh, to the families uh, who were lost uh, their children uh, tragically at a school shooting that happened in Texas uh, just um, earlier this week. Also, I believe two teachers uh, also uh, were killed uh, in that incident. And uh, we're sending our love and our prayers to the great state of Texas. We were just there uh, just uh, earlier this week, or last week, in fact, for the uh, NASCAR All-Star Race at Texas Motor Speedway. So, um, our, as I said, our prayers and, and our support go out to those families. Uh, also, we've lost a, a great member of the Southern Race Week Radio uh, family as well, Mike Cochran, who back in the early days when I started here on this program was a, a tremendous asset to the show, always brought great NASCAR knowledge and information to the program every week. And, of course, as he got older and he kind of retired from driving uh, show cars, and all of that, he, you know, he wasn't able to be on the show as often as we'd like for him to have been on. But um, we lost him as well. Uh, William and, I, and myself have been texting each other back and forth. And William posted a great thoughts about Michael Cochran uh, on his Instagram page, which is also available there on the Southern Race Week Radio Facebook page um, as well. So, um, as I said, just a tough news uh, as we'll dedicate the show this week to not only the victims of what happened in Texas, but also to our great friend, Mike Cochran, uh, as well. So um, once again, RIP, rest in peace to everybody, and hopefully we can uh, just move on and hopefully things can get better and, and change. So um, that's all we, all we can say about that. But, uh, but hey, here we are, another week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio, kind of an uh, awkward way to transition back into the program here. But uh, we do have a lot coming up for you here on the program this week. Uh, great opportunity to head out to Texas Motor Speedway. Uh, last weekend for the All-Star Race, had a great time. If you've never been to a race at Texas Motor Speedway, I strongly suggest you take the opportunity to head out there and enjoy a great race. The, the area is beautiful. You're not that long of a drive away from Dallas, where I was able to go see the site of the assassination of John F. Kennedy, which is something you read about in the history books, seen videos about, but never uh, been there personally to witness and see it up front and personal. So uh, that was kind of a cool highlight uh, of the trip as well. So, uh, yeah, if you get a chance, head out there. Um, the Texas Motor Speedway, check out the uh, All-Star Race or any race that goes on at uh, Texas. But we do have another great edition of Southern Race Week Radio coming up for you here this week in just moments. We're going to be speaking with the Executive Vice President and General Manager of Atlanta Motor Speedway, Brandon Hutchinson. We're not that far away from the running of the Quaker State 400 presented by Walmart, and he's going to let us know what's going to be going on that weekend here in just a matter of moments on the program. Also, we'll be speaking with Funny Car Driver for John Force Racing, Robert Height, who recently won a Wally Award 
in that at the uh, Virginia Nationals. He'll be joining us on the program as well. And then we'll wrap things up this week with the director of the Bandoleros and Legends program at Atlanta Motor Speedway, Ken Reagan, as they're going to be kicking off their 24th season of the Thursday Thunder program at Atlanta Motor Speedway. So we'll get uh, Ken's preview of what we can look forward to coming up here over the next few weeks at Atlanta Motor Speedway for the Thursday Thunder program. So all of those great guests coming up for you this week here on Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. Hey, this is Rutledge Wood from NASCAR on NBC and you are listening to Southern Race Week. All right, welcome back to this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio network itself. We continue on with this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast and we're very honored and privileged to welcome our next guest here into the program this week. Of course, you know him. He's a great friend of the show. He is the general manager and executive vice president of Atlanta Motor Speedway. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in from his beautiful offices over at AMS. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Mr. Brandon Hutchinson. Mr. Hutchinson, thank you so much for taking the time to join us this week on Southern Race Week Radio. Sir, hopefully you're having a great day today, my friend. Having a great day, Alfie. Thank you for having me, as always. Great to talk to you. Love catching up. Well, sir, I know you and your crew are very excited. You're going to be welcoming NASCAR Nation here in July, not too uh, far away from now. And i got to tell you, Mr. Hutchinson, we had the race weekend in March, uh, the Folds of Honor QT500 race weekend. And i got to tell you, the new cars on the track was absolutely amazing. Every lap seemed like there was something going on. The crowd was absolutely huge this year, and I think a lot of it was the curiosity of the new car on the all-new Atlanta Motor Speedway track surface. And I got to say, the Cup drivers did not disappoint at all. I think the fans got their money's worth, and I think it's just going to be as exciting in July for the Quaker State 400 presented by Walmart. And I'm sure you and your crew have a lot going on, as we mentioned, kind of the post-pandemic era now in our country has allowed for things to kind of get back to normality for you. And I know in March you had a, a big, big um, fan zone set up welcoming in the crowd, and I'm sure you'll do that again in July. Um, tell us a little bit about the reaction that you got from the race weekend in March. The reaction has been overwhelming, right? With 46 lead changes among 20 different drivers, tons of passes for position throughout the field. So really, really fun to watch the next-gen car on the Gen Atlanta Motor Speedway, for lack of a better term. As you know, we embarked on a massive project to take our banking from 24 degrees to 28 degrees. But now we just got to duplicate it, right? It provided some some really close side-by-side racing action, something that we haven't seen for here in quite some time. I think the finish was .109 seconds, so just over a, a tenth of a second. And, uh, you know, it was it was good to see the crowd here. It was good to see the entertainment taking place, as you said, post-pandemic now for, for the most part. So glad to see people back out here enjoying racing at Lattimer Speedway. Glad to see so many people camping out here. And the Quaker State 400 presented by Walmart is going to be a blast. We are embarking on not just another NASCAR race weekend, but we've decided to kind of make it a music festival as well. So... We're going to have Blackberry Smoke. We're going to have Florida. We're going to have Candlebox. We're going to have about seven or eight other acts throughout the race weekend, too. So get your tickets now. Come out camp with us. It's going to be a big time. I don't know. Tickets are going quickly, and I'm sure there's some, still some available. So go to LandMotorSpeedway.com. That is the website to get information on how to uh, purchase your tickets. And I know we're still a little bit early 
uh, Brandon, as far as that race weekend in July. But so far, what do you have on deck besides the great music you got lined up? What else do you also have up your sleeve for the uh, fans when they arrive to AMS in July? Well, we're an entertainment venue, right? So it's about what can we do to entertain our fans when cars are not on track. So we're going to kick off with a camper appreciation party on Friday night. We did it last July. It worked out great. We're going to be grilling hot dogs and hamburgers down at the Legends Campground. We're going to have a band playing to kick off the music for the weekend. Cornhole tournament, bocce ball, just a lot going on in the Legends Campground on Friday night. We're going to have laps for charity on track again. We're going to have Legends and Bandolero racing on Friday night as well. On Saturday night, after the Alsco Uniforms 250, Xfinity race, we're going to have a movie night. We're going to play a movie in the Bruton Smith Park area by the Park Pavilion, right there next to the family campground, so our families can go out, enjoy a night under the stars, watching a movie. At the same time, we're going to have the Peach Pit going on in the infield. The Peach Pit was bringing the party back to the infield at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Blackberry Smoke is going to play. We're going to have the jet truck again. We're going to have a massive fireworks show again as everything culminates on Saturday night. And then on Sunday, you know, the fan zone is going to be as electric as it's ever been. The canine stars are going to be back. That was a big hit. Just a lot for families to do and see and interact with in the fan zone. We're going to have music throughout the day as well. We're going to have music at bootleggers on both Saturday and Sunday. If you haven't been up to Club One since we revamped Club One, it's a great opportunity to for fans to have an indoor race experience while still getting the pre-race pit pass and everything that comes along with that. And then it all culminates before the Quaker State 400 presented by Walmart with uh, Flo Rida. Flo Rida is going to be our pre-race concert. We're excited about that. We know our fans are going to be too. And just as we saw in March, the, the stands were full. We expect the same thing for July. And you mentioned tickets are still available, so we can get on those. Uh, once again, AtlantaMotorSpeedway.com. Can't emphasize enough because I think this is going to be uh, a very hot ticket to get here in the uh, city of Atlanta. Now, Mr. Hutchinson, uh, we just had the all-star race uh, over the weekend at, at uh, Texas Motor Speedway. I know there's been a lot of talk about, you know, rotating that race maybe around a little bit. Uh, for you personally, how awesome would it be for you to have maybe – an opportunity to host an all-star race at Atlanta Motor Speedway, if that's something that you would consider or, or talk to uh, SMI about? Yes and yes. It's something that I would definitely consider. You know, in the mid-'80s, the all-star race was, was at Atlanta Motor Speedway. A lot of people don't realize that, you know, racing really started in Atlanta. All of the race teams, all of the race shops were in Atlanta. Then they all went down to Daytona, and then they all went to Charlotte. So, Atlanta is, is rich in history and tradition. The All-Star Race has been held at Atlanta Motor Speedway before. Back then, it was Atlanta International Raceway. So, yeah, would love to see it back here. Had a few fans over the weekend tell me that they would love to see it at Atlanta Motor Speedway, too. So, if it's something that were considered by Speedway Motorsports and NASCAR, I would be the first one in line to say, bring it on. You know, I would love to have the All-Star Race in Atlanta. And uh, I think it would provide a lot of excitement, you know, just as we were talking about. Lots of lots of passes of, for, for position, lots of lead changes. One thing that we saw in March is you can pass. And that's something that we've heard uh, from time to time. It's hard to pass at this track or hard to pass at that track or you got to have clean air. And Atlanta Motor Speedway in March, we saw you can pass no matter where you are in the field. And we think we would see a lot of that if we had the all-star race here. And uh, we know we'll see a lot of that coming up here in just over 40 days for the Quaker State 400 presented by Walmart.
And I know you had a lot of interaction with the drivers. Uh, what what was their thoughts of the new track uh, as you kind of discussed with them, maybe following that race weekend? What what did the drivers say about the track to you? You know, going into race weekend, there was a lot of unknowns, right? You know, new track, new surface, new banking. When Kurt Busch, when Chris Buescher, Ross Chastain got out here and practiced, we saw a lot of what we were excited to see in March. And since the March race, the drivers have, have really told us it was a lot of fun. It was an unknown for them, something that they were a little bit skeptical about, I think, by and large. But now that they've done it, it's a lot of fun. It's a pack racing on a mile-and-a-half track. You don't see that anywhere else. So it presented a lot of challenges for them. There was a bump in turn two that we have now fixed. So we think Atlanta is going to be even better in July. And we know that the drivers are uh, excited to get back here and uh, get back out there. You mentioned the uh, boot layers bar uh, a little bit earlier in our interview, uh, Mr. Hutchinson. And you guys have done a great job of renovating, kind of changing things up a little bit at Atlanta Motor Speedway for uh, the fans and their experience as well. Uh, besides the bootleggers bar, what, what other great amenities uh, are at Atlanta Motor Speedway that maybe someone who hasn't been there going for the first time might be able to take advantage of? Well, you got camp. You got to come here. You got to camp. Um, I would recommend camping on the infield. That's where we've got the beach pit. Again, we brought the party back in March, and it's coming back even bigger and better in July. You got to be here all weekend. We do a really, really robust schedule when cars are not on track. So there's things you can do all weekend. And if you're not here, you just can't do them from concerts to fireworks to jet trucks to movie nights to laps for charity cornhole bocce ball there's just so many things that families can can take advantage of it's summer so right it's the summer family fun at atlanta motor speedway we've got a nascar race we've got revs and riffs bootleggers is a cool place and bootleggers is free for everybody if you got a race ticket you can walk down to the earnhardt grandstand you can hang out at bootleggers you can order food it can be brought to your table and you can watch the race as you sit at the table and eat I've mentioned Club One. Club One is a massive suite that sits atop Turn One. It used to be a very upscale uh, suite environment, which I, I'm just a, I'm a race fan. I'm a normal dude, and that's what I wanted to do in Club One. So we got some arcade games. We put them up in Club One. We've got a long 22-foot shuffleboard table that we put up in Club One. We revamped it. We made it our public suite. So anybody can go into Club One that chooses to purchase tickets up there. You can go down, enjoy the outdoor activities, the concerts, the pre-race, the driver intros, then you can go up in Club One, have a great meal, sit down, enjoy the race in, in a climate-controlled environment. And there's a rooftop observation deck, too, so you can stand on the roof and watch the race if you want. And, and really, there's so much other stuff that you can do at Atlanta Motor Speedway. We've got the winner's gallery. You can go check out the winner's uh, that have, have won at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Always been a tough place to win. Some of the most historic moments in NASCAR history. We revamped the track in March, so it's just bigger and better than it's ever been. Well, we're looking forward to it. should be an exciting weekend for the uh, Quaker State 400 presented by Walmart at Atlanta Motor Speedway coming up here in just a matter of months. And, uh, Mr. Hutchinson, if our listeners out there want to get their hands on tickets or even campground sites, but they better get on these quickly because I'm sure they will be going fast. Uh, where can they go to get information and to purchase their tickets, sir? Yeah, they can go to atlantamotorspeedway.com and get online, check out different price options that might work best for you and your family. If you want to talk those through with somebody, you can call 877-9-AMSTIX. And hey, don't forget, you know, follow us on social media. Kids tickets are free on Saturday. 
kids' tickets are only 10 bucks on Sunday. A family of four can come to Atlanta Motor Speedway cheaper than they can go to a matinee movie. And we're going to have all types of activity throughout the weekend. Camping starts at 75 bucks. Coming out, spend the weekend with us. I promise you, you won't regret it. Hi, this is Greg Walter, General Manager of the Charlotte Motor Speedway, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, welcome back to this brand new week's edition of Sunday Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Sunday Race Week Radio network. It's Alfie continuing on with this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast, and which is available for you every Monday at iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. But we continue on with another great guest joining us here via the Food Depot hotline. He is a driver for John Force Racing. He's a three-time NHRA funny car World champion. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in Mr. Robert Hyde. Mr. Hyde, thank you so much for taking the time to join us this week here on Sunday Race Week Radio. Hopefully you're having a great day today, my friend. Yep. Thanks for having me. Yep. It's uh it's been good. Any anytime you you know you're coming off a win. It's uh, the weeks after that or weekend, whatever. It's uh, it's good. So yeah. you get to enjoy it a little bit. But I'll be honest with you. Uh, I like to race every weekend. I hate these off weekends. And uh, congratulations. You did get your third win of the season, your first in uh, at the Virginia Nationals uh, just a few weeks ago. Winning is always fun. But, uh, I mean, is there one win that you've had in your career that, that stands out to you? Well, I guess you always have to figure, you know, that first win is yeah. probably the most special win. because. Until then, you know, it's always this element of doubt in the back of your mind. Can I do this? Do I have what it takes? So once you uh, get that first one under your belt, it kind of validates that, hey, I can do this. And then uh, hopefully they keep coming. But anytime you win the U.S. Nationals, uh, that's our biggest race of the year in Indy. Those are very, very special wins. But I'll say that, you know, in 2019, when I won my championship, it came down to Matt Hagen and I for one round of racing to determine a champion. That's a pressure cooker right there. So we got it done. And, you know, that one meant a lot too, because that meant everything for one run. Throw the rest of the season out and it's one run to determine a champion. Boy, that's that's a lot of pressure. And I've been able to go to a couple of NHRA events here in Atlanta. Unfortunately, you guys don't come through Atlanta anymore. But uh, it's such a rush and an adrenaline rush, just as a fan sitting there in the stands and watching and observing everything from inside the car. What's that experience like for someone who has no idea what it's like to strap yourself into one of these machines going at about 200 miles an hour down a strip at about six, seven seconds or something like that? I mean, what is that feeling like? It's hard to explain yeah. because it it happens so fast. And, you know, before I ever drove one of these, I was always asking John Force, you know, what's it like, you know, and he never gave me a good answer. <laughs> and my speed, ra- I have the speed record at 339 miles an hour. Wow. Okay. And everybody asked, well, what what's that like? Okay. Well, you don't know when you're actually at the finish line going 339, you don't know the difference between that or 300 miles an hour. You, you just can't tell it. Where you can tell it is in the middle of the racetrack when this thing is really pulling, the clutch is coming, and the con- you know the conditions are good. It can produce some big numbers. That's when you feel the extra Gs in the middle of the track that produces the speed at the end. And it all happens so fast. It's not like you look around, look out the window, and say, wow, this, is- this thing is fast. One of these cars, they're wanting to – they don't want to go straight. They, they want to move all over the place. And there's one particular part of the racetrack we call the groove that 
has the most optimum traction and that's where you got to keep that race car and it's it's difficult those funny cars real short wheelbase and you know you've got to you've got to drive this thing and and manhandle it and keep it in the groove you produce the elapsed times and speeds needed you know to win races and set records so there's a lot going on in a few seconds and then even then when you're done with a run you can kind of replay it in your mind and maybe an hour later something will like just hit you wow, I felt this, I noticed this, and you talk to your crew chief. It's a little different. And then it kind of goes back to the same thing we were talking about a minute ago. The more runs you're making and the more frequently you're racing, the better you drive, the the slower the car gets. And that's what you want to do is you want to slow this thing down in your mind because, honestly, it's it's moving and accelerating faster than your brain can process. So, you know, you've got to kind of get caught up with the race car and to do that takes a lot of runs and you know racing frequently speaking with a funny car driver for john force racing robert hype here on southern race week radio and when you're getting set and preparing yourself for a run what what do you do to mentally prepare yourself when we're in the staging lanes i'm in the tow vehicle and before i get in i'm listening to what other cars are doing out there i'm listening to my crew chiefs and and what they're seeing with the racetrack and what they're expecting and, you know, I'm a former crew member, too, so I can talk this language and listen and hear what they're doing. And then I say, okay, well, they're setting the clutch up a little more aggressive than the previous run. So that must mean the conditions are good. And you just kind of got to be in the game of, of what's going on out there and what to expect. But once that 11, 12,000 horsepower engine starts up and you have a routine to do to do the burnout and back up and be consistent with everything you do, it's it's not really that hard to focus because this is a this is a, a serious machine that can hurt you if you're not paying attention and, and doing everything right. So, for me, it's pretty easy to focus and uh, you know get the job done. Uh, once this thing starts up, that's that's when this it means business. Now it must be an honor and a privilege to race for John Force. I mean, this guy is still out there racing and still winning. I mean, he's got a, a couple of wins this season already. Uh, what's it like when you look at a guy like John Force, who's been doing this for so long? I mean, what does that do? What does that do to your mind to go, man? This guy is my team owner, still racing and still winning at his age. Yeah, it's it's uh, he set the bar high for for everybody. You know, no one's ever going to accomplish uh, the amount of wins and championships that John has it's just not going to happen ever and i hate i hate to say that because you know you always want a goal you always want to be the best and uh be able to break records but it's just not going to happen racing today is so much different than it was when john started uh it's, it's a lot more competitive a lot closer racing um a lot better quality of cars um so it's it's a it's a different era but uh, to see him still out here and performing and winning uh, just shows, you, you know, kind of gives you some um, hope that maybe I can do this, too, for a while. You know, it's uh, you don't have to, you know, quit when you're young. You you can do this at, you know, extended ages and, and still do a good job. So he's setting the bar high for everybody. And I'm very fortunate to be on his team. Now, Mr. Heights, if our uh, listeners want to follow your progress, your season, follow you on social media, where can they go to keep up with you and what's going on with the season in your career? Well, obviously, all, all of John Force Racing's social media platforms, you can follow me on all of the platforms, but I can't wait to get back in the car. We go to Epping, New Hampshire next and uh, try to make it two in a row. 
Well, Mr. Hart, we always appreciate your time uh, coming on the show and discussing things going on with you guys in the Auto Club Chevrolet Camaro Funny Car, which is what you pilot there for the Funny Car Series uh, for junior, uh, for uh, John Force Racing, sir. Uh, once again, thank you for taking the time to join us, sir. Uh, good luck to you in the rest of the season. Hopefully, we'll catch back up with you down the road, my friend. Thanks for having me, guys. Hey, everyone. It's Jeb Burton, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right. Welcome back to this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Alfie continuing on with this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio, along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. And the summer is finally here. School is out. And that only means one thing. Thursday, Thunder returning to Atlanta Motor Speedway. That's right. The Legends and Bandolero program at AMS will kick off another season of Thursday, Thunder, coming up on Thursday, June 2nd will be the first event at Atlanta Motor Speedway for Thursday Thunder. And to tell us all about it and preview all the action that will be going on at Atlanta Motor Speedway throughout the summer for the Thursday Thunder program, we welcome in the director of the Legends and Bandoleros program at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in Mr. Ken Reagan! Mr. Reagan! Thank you so much for taking the time to join us this week here on Southern Race Week Radio. Hopefully you're having a great day today, my friend. Yep, everything's good. You got us all fired up with that introduction, but uh, <laughs> we are excited. You know, this is year number 24, 24 wow. for the Thirsty Thunder program at Atlanta Motor Speedway. And our race team's all excited about it and geared up, ready to go. And we're excited for it as well here in the Atlanta market. Just very excited. Thursday Thunder has been such a, a big deal for Atlanta Motor Speedway, the 24th season. It's hard to believe. Can you believe it, Mr. Reagan, that when you started this Bandoleros and Legends program 24 years ago, that it get to this point? You know, I never dreamed it would last this long and uh, get to this magnitude. You know, we've got a lot of new families that have gotten involved since uh, the first of the year. Our rookie division, which is a beginner's division in Bandoleros, and our charger division, the beginner division in Legends, will be two of the largest uh, by car count that we'll have out here beginning next Thursday. And uh, that's just a good sign that there's a lot of interest in our program and new families are coming in. And we're seeing some kids that are really impressive. And, you know, they're having a good time. They're racing hard. We kind of have a motto here of let's help each other during the week so we can race each other on the weekend. And, uh, you know, we've had some good races so far this year on uh, Saturdays here in Atlanta and down at Cordell at Chris Motorsports Park. And uh, the kids have got a lot of seat time and experience, and uh, they're looking forward to getting out here next Thursday and and really uh, providing some excitement for all of us to to enjoy, uh, you know, for, hey, eight races during the month of uh, June. That's almost two every week. I think there's five weeks in June. We have opening night on Thursday of next week, and then from that day forward, each week we race on Wednesday night and Thursday night. So we have doubles, you know, each week during the month of June. So we got a lot lined up, and uh, we hope the media will choose to follow some of it and put the print out, the People will tune in and kind of keep up with what's going out here. Now, uh, Mr. Reagan, uh, it's like you said, There's if you look at the list of alumni who have graduated from your Legends and Bandoleros program, who have gone on to the NASCAR, whether it's trucks, Xfinity, Cup Series as well, you, you have a long list of drivers who have come up through the ranks and have gone on to do many spectacular things in the world of NASCAR. 
Uh, how proud are you to know that this program has developed such great drivers that have gone on and done very well in NASCAR? Yeah, it, it makes us feel real good about it, and, and we enjoy seeing those people. And, and it even gets outside of the NASCAR world, you know, with uh, the uh, World of Outlaws late model series with drivers like Jonathan Davenport and, and uh, the Southern Super Series with drivers like Bubba Pollard and, and uh, Casey Roderick. And, you know, th- those kids out there ringing the bell, we've got road racers that, that uh, are down at Daytona for the 24 hours, uh, Dylan Murray. Uh, you know, we've just got so many kids that have gone in a number of different directions, uh, you know, to get involved in motorsports. And, and, you know, we're proud of the ones that are sitting on the pit boxes and making the calls for race teams and the guys are jumping over the wall and, and servicing the cars during pit stops. You know, it, it, it really goes even beyond the, the drivers that we've had, uh, that have graduated up through the ranks, but we've, um, We've got a lot of people involved in motorsports today that came through this program at 8 and 10 and 12 years old. So we feel good about that. Speaking with Ken Reagan, the director of the Legends and Bandoleros program at Atlanta Motor Speedway. And one thing I've noticed about Thursday Thunder in the series is it's very family-oriented. You've got a lot of families hanging out, whether they're driving in the pits or up in the stands, enjoying the action on a beautiful Wednesday or, or Thursday night at Atlanta Motor Speedway. For you to have such a, a, an atmosphere for families to come out and maybe young kids who maybe haven't seen a race ever in their lives and, and enjoy watching the Legends and Bandoleros program when they come out, how, how does that make you feel to know that you're, you're developing such a great family atmosphere for the uh, Thursday Thunder program? Yeah, and, and um, you know, it's really worked out well, and, and a lot of that is certainly um, through the efforts of Atlanta Motor Speedway. Um, you know, this was a a unique facility out here in the state of Georgia. A lot of people are not aware of what we have, uh, you know, here to, uh, for, for your value of entertainment. They, they need to come out and check out Atlanta Motor Speedway. And certainly the Legends program is one of the easy programs to come out for. Uh, it's not like the NASCAR weekend when you have, you know, 80,000 people out here, which that's a lot of fun. And we get to race our legends and Mandalero cars during that weekend as well. But uh, they could come out on a Thursday and we're trying to get this program back to pre-2019 before the pandemic hit and, and, and get our grandstands where we can use them. And um, the, this year uh, in the initial stages of Thursday Thunder, we will open the walkthrough tunnel on the front straightaway. Anybody that, that buys a pit pass comes in the infield can walk through the tunnel and set in the grandstands to view, and they will have access to go back and forth. Now, we're working right now, and hopefully we'll announce uh, some more details, you know, about uh, some more possibilities of, of, of having our fans come back and watch the, the drivers, you know, in competition and, Eventually, one day, we'll get back to our autograph session and a lot of those things that meant a lot in the past uh, that that we hadn't had in place for the last couple of years. But start next Thursday, um, we are beginning to get this program somewhere back to normal, and it's open for anybody who wants to come out. Uh, they can call the Speedway or the Legends office for more information and heck, they might have a kid or a grandkid that wants to come out here and take a test drive and and try out a car and uh, 
get involved in the driving aspect of it. And for more information, you can go to AtlantaMotorSpeedway.com as well. And Thursday, Thunder kicks off his 24th season coming up on Thursday, June 2nd at Atlanta Motor Speedway. And, Mr. Reagan, we really appreciate your time joining us here on Sunday Race Week Radio, sir. We'll catch back up you, and you can update us on what's going on with the Thursday Thunder season uh, throughout the season in June. And uh, we really appreciate your time, sir. Well, thank you, and and, and uh, we enjoy, you know, uh, talking about our Legends program here, but more so we enjoy people coming out and getting involved in it and, and, and taking a part of it. So uh, we, we welcome uh, anyone that's got interest. Just make sure they reach out to us, and we'll certainly take care of them. And we hope to see you out here during one of the race nights over the next uh, five or six weeks. Oh, you can guarantee to see me there at AMS for Thursday Thunder, sir. I really appreciate it. Uh, Mr. Reagan, thank you so much for taking the time to join us, sir. We'll catch back with you, as I said, throughout the season. And uh, good luck with your 24th season of Thursday Thunder. Thank you, guys. Hey, everybody. This is Ben Rose, the 2021 NASCAR Camping World Truck Series champion, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, welcome back to this brand-new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network at Southie. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening into the program this week. But if you go want to go back and listen to the show again, or maybe you want to listen to one of our previous episodes of Southern Race Week Radio, well, you can do that via the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. That's right, coming up on Monday, you'll be able to listen to this show again either at iHeartRadio iTunes, Spotify, or SoundCloud. You can go into those podcast destinations, search for Southern Race Week, find us, listen to us, and also subscribe to the podcast as well. We really would appreciate that. So once again, the Southern Race Week Radio podcast available for you at iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And don't forget about our, our social media locations. You can like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Southern Race Week and follow us on Twitter at SRW Radio. We're always providing to you racing news and information 24 hours a day, seven days a week there on our Facebook page, as well as our Twitter page as well. And once again, we want to thank our great guests for joining us this week, the Executive Vice President, General Manager of Atlanta Motor Speedway, Brandon Hutchinson, also Funny Car Driver for John Force Racing, Robert Height, and then also Ken Reagan, the Director of the Bandoleros and Legends Program at Atlanta Motor Speedway. And once again, before we uh, sign off, this week, once again, we want to send our prayers and condolences to the uh, families there in Texas uh, who were hit hard by this tragedy that happened, the shooting at a elementary school there in, um, in the state of Texas. So, of course, our prayers go out to them. And then also to uh, Mike Cochran, one of the uh, founding members here of Southern Race Week Radio Radio. Um, we are uh, thinking of him as well, and our condolences and thoughts and prayers go out to his family as well. So uh, thank you. You know, so uh, we once again appreciate you tuning in the program. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, your Memorial Day weekend. We'll catch back up with you next week here on Southern Race Week Radio along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network.